This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Welcome dear viewers and listeners of News Laundry's podcasts. Rajshree and I are here with the 100th episode of the Awful and Awesome Entertainment Rap. Before we tell you what all this episode has in store, congratulations Rajshree for the 100th episode. Congratulations to you too. Did you think when you started this in episode 1 that you would actually hit 100 because you know I thought we would but then I thought maybe you and I would kill each other before that but we've survived it now see the beauty how your presence of mind is absent <laughs> I didn't start this with you this was done by Deepanjana and you that I remember clearly no, because I miss her terribly that's why <laughs> trust me <laughs> every minute of this episode but then why do you say when we started it because I, I felt like including you in the process no why I would see. i say it? no i think she doesn't remember but it's great to have rajshree back she was missing for two weeks because she's got a job and stuff now as if this is not a job but i only miss stuff when i'm out on work abhinandan misses episodes because he's traveling in foreign locales i just want to say it It on might work, be a lie, but that work. doesn't matter. But although uh, last two weeks were wonderful because my co-host for a change said things like, oh, it's so nice to talk to you, Abhinandan. It's always interesting to talk to you as opposed to kicking me and saying I'm a piece of shit. But, but they weren't as attractive as I am. All right, then. <laughs> so this week on the Awful and Awesome Entertainment Wrap, we have for you the following bits from pop culture entertainment. Rajshri Sen, what do we have? We have this stunning film that uh, we watched today, in fact. Thakare. Also known as The Never-Ending Story. Yes. Then we have an advertisement of a newspaper that has just been launched. Yes. Then we have a show which is Killing Eve, which... Uh, the show is Killing Eve? The, after you watch it, you might kill Eve, like that. Okay. And then we have a very nice, uh, like it's an interesting documentary, at least for me, called Bundy. Mm-hmm. And just to show that we don't favor Netflix only, we also have Amazon's new show called uh, Four, Four More Shots, Please. I see. Then we have Bill Maher's latest rant. It's about a pop culture phenomena. He went on, he had said something, he wrote a, a blog about Stan Lee that got a lot of pushback and flack. So he's defended it in his latest episode of Real Time. And I'll talk a little bit about JLF, the literary festival where I was this weekend. And it is a fantastic pop culture phenomena. I think one of the most successful things I have seen in my lifetime. So Rajshri Sen, what do you want to start with? Let's start with Thackeray. But before we do that, for those of you wondering, the Awful and Awesome Entertainment Rap has become our second most engaging podcast after Hafta. Hafta was, as you know, a very successful <laughs> very podcast. Very successful indeed. It was regularly on the SoundCloud Top 50 News and Current Affairs podcasts, the only Indian podcast that used to regularly be up there in the Top 50. Now, Awful and Awesome Entertainment Rap is also up there, but it is not behind a paywall. You don't have to subscribe. So before we put it behind a paywall, why don't you spread the word... Yeah, Do ask tell people. But I just also want to say that the first hafta was uh, done by me and Madhu. You weren't there. Do you know that? Yeah. And we did that clothes. Like we did, we decided what it would look like. The title credits and all that. Hafta didn't have a title credit. So I'm not clothes line. No, no. We had that. Uh, oh, that was clothes line. <laughs> Badam khao, dimaag chust rehta hai. I haven't been given lunch today. That's why I'm like this. Oh, I ever, want everyone. No? Oh, ever clearly. <laughs> But we also have mugs. You know, we if if you're a secular 
Because you know it's a mugs I game. Like, <laughs> I like how Avinanda's held up a mug and said, So if you're secular and proud, we have a mug for you. If you are a bhakt and proud, we have a mug for you. And if you're a naksal, we have a mug for you as well. And we have options which naksal you are. So you can buy a pen or we, you can order that. We can send that to your marker. There's an urban naksal. Yeah. Then there's a suburban naksal if you live in Bandra or Andheri or Gurgaon or Noida. <gasps> then we have a turban naksal. That's if you were a turban, then you're a turban naksal. And we have a bourbon naksal. That, that if you drink whiskey or eat bourbon biscuits, you're a Both. bourbon naksal. Both. So you can also order these from our website, newslaundry.com. And uh, have I missed any announcement? I had missed all the announcements we've done. And of course, uh, uh, often also entertainment travel will be on a separate channel. Right now it's on the News Laundry podcast channel and all our podcasts are on that. Mm. We're going to have a separate channel for awful and awesome entertainment rap soon. So, Rajshri Sen, why don't you start off with Thakre? Okay, so Thakre is the f- not the first, one of many propaganda films that seem to be uh, hitting the screens nowadays. So, this is about Bal Thakre. This hit the screens and our sensibilities. Yeah. And it seemed to not end. It carried on and on and on. So it stars Nawazuddin Siddiqui and his nose, a prosthetic nose, which is like a separate character because it's so odd looking. And it has Amrita Rao, Rao who was before this in Viva. Do you remember Viva? No, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? It's a Suraj Parirakteya film, I think. It's so one of those very... Yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> so it's about the rise and rise of Bal Thackeray. But poor Raj Thackeray and all aren't seen at all. No, they, they are there as kids. In, in the that, beach, the running. No, they're away. there in that sitting also when they when he's... Uh, the swearing in is happening. The two guys on his yeah. right and left are, are Raj Thackeray and Uddhav Thackeray. Oh. But it's been... Directed written by? and oh. directed by Abhijit Panse, who has written one more film before this. I've Reggae. never heard of it. Yeah, uh, it has been produced by Shiv Sena MP, Mr. Unsurprisingly, uh, and also Viacom 18 has has produced it. But yeah, so I just thought I'd give you that before Rajshri tells you more about the movie. So the film is about the wonder that is Bal Thackeray was was. Yes, he's passed on, as we say in India. He's passed on somewhere, but... Uh, no, it's in India, about... we don't say he's passed on. In India, we say he's off. Off. No, but when it's Bal Thackeray... No, dude, in Bombay, on. it's a thing. I, I never knew off it. Like, off. In, in Delhi, if you are not subtle, you'll say he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. It's a Bombay thing. He's gone. He's gone. I said, what does he mean, off? He was on, now he's off. Like that. Switch off. But this film, what I found... That was marvelous. Was there is such a sense of delusion amongst people who believe in someone like a political figure or something that the most horrible things that were done are shown as acts nice. which you yeah which you should praise him for. So digging up that cricket pitch, one day stadium, also that scene. Uh, so there's no spoilers here because I don't think many people y'all should not watch this film. It will take away a large chunk of your life. How they show how he's secular. He asked that Muslim man to do namaz. do namaz. So I don't know. It was just horrible, I felt. So here's what I think about the film. I think it really works uh, as a metaphor for Bal Thakre and Shiv Sena, which is to say it is simplistic, endorses violence, yeah. made for morons, probably made by morons and watched by morons, including yours truly. Yeah. 
But uh, this is for a better cause. When I entered it. for you, so when I entered the cinema, I was the only one. Then she trickled in. Before mm. her, an uncle trickled in, or eighty-year-old. And one auntie came. And then later. one auntie trickled in. So that was it. So luckily, there are not so many morons in the world who would actually watch this shit all of a film. Even you know, I don't know how bad the accidental prime minister was because that was trashed a lot yeah. more than this. I haven't seen it. But if this is better than that, I don't even want to see accident. I'm glad, glad I missed it. But coming to you know what you spoke about as a metaphor for. you know it is it has no uh, like for example gandhi it's very difficult to make a film on gandhi and for all bal thakre's flaws he is made for cinema in the sense he is a yeah, lives yeah. and life image if you were to truly make a biopic you can make a very compelling film on the guy and he has had an interesting career graph in mean, that sense he was yeah. a cartoonist he was a man with a personality that is you know made for drama yeah. he created drama and he did have most of india on its knees when he no, used to he just as had an bombay indian, on his knees yeah but bombay being on its knees as sure. a financial capital and bollywood yeah is a big thing but you get none of that yeah you know this film makes like vivek agnihotri's writing seem like bertrand russell it is that idiotic and simplistic it's like when uh, when when a donald trump says I know the best words and I have the best words. Yeah. He doesn't realize that how idiotic he seems everyone's laughing at him he thinks he's being really cool. This film is an epitome of that kind of aesthetic where the writers and the director themselves don't realize what they are saying or endorsing is so idiotic. They endorse police brutality like yeah. cutting of things that it's a cool thing. They endorse violence and going against the and 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 its dialogues depth is very twitter like that if someone says what about democracy yeah. where was the democracy when kashmiri pandits were going where was the democracy when so and so died where was the democracy when fuck man you guys are retards or what no and that other thing of uh, also shows how police helped them perpetuate yeah, the, yeah. yeah perpetrate that violence the other thing which we haven't seen other than in spoof videos usually that when they are panning the camera and there's he's saying something then there's a tiger's roar, roar yeah oh also oh. <laughs> it has that typical indian habit of because if you're a retard and don't know is a punchline so you know fucking you're yeah. obviously a fucking jackass so a punchline has been delivered just so that you know that's the punchline it's so here each time bal thakre says something grand like lekin mumbai ko main hi rok sakta hu now that's supposed to be a grand line but yeah. if you're a retard and don't get it there's just a or a roar so ki bhai dekho ab city bajao So like I said it's made for retards by retards about retards and they've spent 30 crores making it oh yeah oh by the yeah. way they have demonized everybody sardars check tamilians bengalis bengalis Bengali? kept being trashed i didn't like, understand this who who trashed bengalis other than me <laughs> but why would you trash bong no they carried on trashing i noticed this and so i did not take it like and marathi manus all over the chutias and indira gandhi which is very ironic considering the bollywood industry is run by punjabis They also <laughs> the trade is run by Sindhis yeah. and Gujaratis, <laughs> but we are all Chutias. Marathi Manus is the coolest. This is the greatest disservice done to Marathi Manus. If I was a Marathi Manus, I would go outside Matushri and say, "You guys, fucking just shut up for a while, so that we can look better to the rest of India." Because this film, all Marathis watching, makes you guys look really, really bad. But we'll go on. Yo. <laughs> we'll move on to something slightly better. Yes, tell us. What so, is it? 
So there's this new series which you can't watch in India yet, but I saw it on the flight. Oh, and, <laughs> she has quickly thrown in. Because I was also going to America. You are the salary. No, you can download it illegally, but we don't advise these kind of things at all. But it's called Killing Eve, hmm. and it is. Excellent. So I heard Sorry, about. It's a, it's a series. It's a series. Okay. It's called. It has one season right now. The second season still has to be made. It's based on a like a series of books called by Luke Jennings called Codename Villanelle. Now this stars Sandra Oh, who used to be in uh, Grey's Anatomy. Hmm. She's that Oriental actress. I'm saying Oriental because I don't know whether she's Chinese or something else. But Sandra Oh, and it stars Jodie Comer. Her name is. and it's it's a spy do you remember that film we watched spy yeah yeah that uh, so it's like that yeah yeah that oh, melissa mccarthy i Fantastic. think it was such a yeah, funny so film yeah so it's sort of like that because it's very funny it's about spies sandra o oh plays an mi5 employee who that's different from job. mi6 yeah but mi6 employs her finally as an undercover this thing because What's she the has what's the difference in mi5 and mi6 that they didn't get into and i did not do that research because i'm not applying to either cuz you're bong <laughs> and lazy which are not connected just saying <laughs> So MI6 knows <laughs> so she joins she gets hired by MI6 to find out there is this assassin there's a female assassin who's working around the globe killing very important people so it's not politicians only the businessmen or uh, but it is fabulous so it's basically a cat and mouse kind of game she's trying to catch this woman and that same sexual tension that you have between usually they'll show between like James Bond and some female this thing it's between penny. these two yeah not money penny money penny only yeah 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 not him there was thinking. no sexual tension yeah. he was just sexually harassing money penny <laughs> she was receptive then he always said something inappropriate <laughs> oh james because <laughs> that's like why... all all good girls she yeah. just giggle it off i'm not even going to comment on this right now but it is Oh, it's such a well-scripted show. It's funny. It's very intelligent, and it has some moments which are because people get killed who are like good people, people with MI6. But the amount this assassin enjoys murdering, it's just a lot of fun to see, and very well made. And it's women. So the plot is. An assassin working for MI6 killing bad guys. That's the plot, basically. There's an assassin and there's an MI6 person who's trying to catch the assassin. And in all, she so the series goes on with them. Yeah, chasing but each they other. are they meet each other and then there's so a no, relationship. But does it close? I mean, is no. it like okay? So it's like basically the uh, yeah, because the it takes a trip. It carries yeah. on. Okay, so, so you can't like watch one and say okay. I'm no, enjoying. no, no. And it's so well scripted that you keep wanting to watch the next one. But I would strongly recommend watching this if you could because it's so nice to see a fun, intelligent program which also has women helming it. Okay, all right. So let me just read out an email. But before I read out the email, this is from you know last week the emails that have come. Rashi, we've spoken about biopics. Have I asked you before this on the show that if they were to make a biopic on you, who would should play you? No, but you've asked me otherwise, and then you laughed when I told you who should play who me. should play you. So it would be between oh an Indian biopic no, or an international? Anyway. Is it a Hollywood film? If it's a Hollywood film, I have a different. Gandhi was played by Ben Kingsley. It does it doesn't matter who no, the no. fuck will play you? No, no. If it's a Hollywood film, then Salma Hayek is playing me. <laughs> okay. If she is not available, then Catherine Zeta-Jones. 
or Kate Winslet. But then there'd be two of you standing on each other's shoulders <laughs> no. to be Catherine Zeta Jones' height, no? <laughs> and if it's an Indian one, then Kajol will play me. Right. Kajol that is right. Agree. Or even Rani Mukherjee can play No, why will Rani Mukherjee play me, bomb. please? Mukherjee, she's so day. squat, I'm not like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so why okay. who, I'll tell you who will play you. No, I don't even want to know. Farhan Let's move Akhtar, on. No, who you, so people don't uh, know, but Abhinandan sort of uh, tries to emulate Farhan Akhtar. I don't but... like Farhan Akhtar at all, and she keeps telling me that I look like him, it annoys me. Which is Speaking the best of, compliment Someone on Twitter give. said that Abhinandan Sekri is the Radhika Apte of News Laundry. So I was very <gasps> thrilled because I thought What I'm, does that mean? That means I'm pretty. No, that I'm means you're on everything. Later, is. someone yes. told me that it means that. You that did it's not because realize of that. This. That uh, so I first I thought it was because me bring the pretty to news laundry. Then someone said no, because you are too sold into hafta, yeah. into this. Sometimes I get too sold into Manisha's he's show. He's not too sold. He is like Subhash Ghai. He wants to be in everything. And right. as something is a success, like awful and awesome was, he says, oh, then you and I want to be co-host. And how can you tell the co-founder? Okay, can I finish my story? Not to too so himself. So basically, in. You know, since I'm, when I, my heart was broken that that is why they were saying I'm like Radhika Apte, I went on Radhika Apte's Twitter timeline and I saw that she's recently, there were a lot of tweets of hers on um, Tommy Hilfiger attire. Oh, Tommy, oh, Tommy, great tweets. I was like, what? So yeah. obviously it was a paid for thing. Mm-hmm. She had gone to launch a Tommy Hilfiger store in Patna. <gasps> um, Tommy Hilfiger has a store in Patna? Why? Why can't it? I mean, you can have civilization in Kolkata. Fuck, why can't you have Tommy Civilization Hilfiger? started in Kolkata. <laughs> But carry yeah, on. It went there to die. <laughs> carry but, uh, on, if you will. <laughs> these yeah. bongs, now. So, um, uh, wasn't he involved in some racist? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, it got me wondering, you know, like, for example, a film like Thakre. Hmm. A film was made called um, Birth of a Nation. Google it, you'll know about yeah. it. It endorsed racism of the worst kind. In the White House, it was screened. The Chief Justice of the US appreciated the film. But that was back in the black and white days when many people still endorsed slavery and shit like that. But today, if a film like that would be made, every celebrity would distance themselves for it or outright condemn it. The kind of things that have been said in Thakre. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And a Muslim man has agreed to play that role. For me, typifies the cluelessness of Bollywood. I don't think they are bad or good or No, but he might have done it to earn money. I think he can earn enough money. I don't think he's starving, you know what I'm saying? But... I, I just find it fascinating that they have no political view on anything. Yeah, yeah. They have no political stand they take on nothing. But but before that, let me get Shipra's recommendation. This has come from alert viewer Shipra. Shipra says, Hi, I watched a Netflix show, A Very Secret Service. It was one of the best satires I have seen recently. Yeah, I've seen I it. I think that other news reviewers might enjoy it as well. So Shipra, to other news reviewers, suggests A Very Secret Service. Yeah. It's one of the best satires. Is it that good? It's very good. It's really nice. It's worth watching. You understood sure. it. So then it's for the simple minded. So it's in English, you won't understand it. Right? <laughs> Speaking of English, has yes. Shipra yes. recommended, <laughs> recommended anything else? No. Okay. So, speaking of English, there's an English newspaper on the block. Yes, a new newspaper called First Post that was launched and the ad recently was yeah, launched. Yeah, so First Post has launched their newspaper with an ad campaign, which a lot of people do. So, it's not something new, but uh, it's a weekend paper, which comes free with 
as a promotional thing with HD currently, and Taproot Densu has made this ad. Now, while it's fine to make an ad to promote yourself, this thing of being holier than thou and like you are the last and first word and everything is a little odd. So, first post ad basically says so it's a little like peeply life. So they show this whole thing about how the media makes a spectacle of any event and they are in it just for TRP. Eyeballs and moon next and they yeah, the next big story or little story they are off. But it basically says news deserves time. We take a week. Hmm. First post, the last word in news. So, A, this ad uh, need not have been a minute. It could have been 30 seconds because it just, yeah. that minute feels wrong because it's the same thing you're showing again and again. I like the idea that being first is not always a virtue. Yeah. As uh, the character says in Salman Rushdie's, Which oh, one? That, uh, shame. Hmm. There are some places where it doesn't matter who got there first. It matters who got there last. And that's the character. What what Midnight's Children is hmm. to India, shame is to Pakistan. Okay. So this character who is basically Zia Ulha kind of character is Bhutto and the Zia character finally hangs Bhutto. All the Bhutto becomes PM before hmm. Zia does. So he says, anyway, the point being, so this first post and this concept of the last word in news, I think is a really flawed concept. And I remember Shekhar Gupta when he's launching his news portal also said the same thing, we will be the last word. There ain't no last word in news. The thing about news is it can be seen from a hundred different angles. So the moment you say we are the last word, my understanding is you don't even understand news. So fuck doing it well. There ain't no last word in news. So, and I saw the paper this weekend. I have a soft spot for First Post because I had a column for the longest time in First Post. Mm. But that was the website. So, and it had a fabulous team and all that. But that's gone by It was now. a very massy yeah, thing. It was, it was for the masses. Yeah, it was, yeah. you it had was a column in <laughs> I've understood. One act smart. Uh, but they really try to do something new. But the newspaper, like after saying the last word in news, it was only opinion pieces. Yeah. There was no news. reporting. There was no news that was happening. So maybe when you have a campaign, I always feel it's good that your product matches the campaign. The product but doesn't match the campaign. Yeah, at case. all, in fact. But, uh, but it's a decent ad, but it's almost like a short film. Yeah, I... I thought it was too much, too much. Again, too bichara. You know, the guy who you're showing that all the j- journalists are attacking, you don't have to make him so... <laughs> he's old. He's obviously very poor. He's obviously very weak. And he's also standing in Kichad. Fucking... <laughs> make him a corpse. There's nothing called subtlety. Yeah, in no, our, no. You know? Then how will you get the message through if there's subtlety? In fact, I have just... Let me start the sentence again. In fact, I've just got a great idea... Instead of having a kadak chai, have a chai with a very mild taste and call it 
subtlety okay now we will move on from poor comedy you can just give me 10% all you entrepreneurs out there who've taken that idea and said fuck what a brilliant idea let me run with it 10% to mera banta hai subah subah start your day subtlety. as it gets harsh with subtlety so news laundry can market its own tea na subtlety, subtlety. Uh. <laughs> Clearly, you know who ain't going to be on that ad campaign. <laughs> I'm very subtle. I don't know how you haven't noticed this. <laughs> But uh, there's another. So speaking of assassins and psychopaths and all in Killing Eve, there's a documentary which is out on uh, Netflix, which I watched called uh, Bundy. Basically, so it's Bundy conversations with a serial killer, and it is it's a four part series. It's a four-part documentary, and it's made by Oscar-nominated filmmaker Joe Belinger, who's also this is interesting because he's also directing a fiction film starring Zac Efron on Ted Bundy. So he made a documentary, and he's making this fiction film, which is this really big fiction film called "Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile." Vile, I can't say vile. I have a problem saying V and W. Uh, and uh, it's about Ted Bundy, this film with Zac Efron, which has got a lot of flack. The trailer because they're saying they're celebrating Ted Bundy, which they aren't because Ted Bundy was the charm of Ted Bundy is that he was the classic, good-looking preppy lawyer. He was a lawyer who. Who would be the boy next door? Pretty much. Ted Bundy was, was one of the world's most well-known serial killers. In fact, there's certain aspects about him that have also been used in that uh, film, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah. So he inspired that as well. And this is uh, based on 150 hours of interviews. That so Ted Bundy got in touch with this rookie journalist called Stephen Mishron, and uh, he said, "I want to talk to you." And uh, Give my side of the story, and he had never said that he was. He never confessed to his crimes, but he had thought that this guy, because he's a rookie journalist, he will write a glowing, hmm. like he'd be able to just win him over and uh, get a book writing how wonderful he is. So this chap Stephen and this very very like a seasoned reporter called Hugh Ainsworth in 1980 met him, and they did these series of interviews, interviews with him, and in the beginning Ted Bundy. would not like he just was he carried on saying i haven't done it i haven't done it and then they told him why what do you think the person who might have done it how would that person have gone about it and sandy he started speaking in third person and he described everything including where the bodies were and that's how the and then finally he did confess to the murders around 3 days before he was going on going to be killed by uh, electric chair because he thought if i confess it will one delay the process and i might also be able to bargain with the this thing with uh, the legal system but it's very interesting to watch just to see how a psychopath works because there is no remorse that this man has Hmm. So it's definitely worth a watch. It's four hours. It seems shorter hours, than. But it's four one four, hour. Four one hour episodes on Netflix. Yeah, okay, and I'll it, watch it for sure. It definitely seemed shorter than Thackeray, <laughs> which was three hours, I think. So, but watch it because it. At least for me, I'm pretty obsessed with serial killers. I just find it fascinating that someone can. I'm be not so. surprised. But uh, <laughs> I do I, feel I can kill someone and not and get away with it. I. You give yourself because too much I credit. Because I won't cut the person up and put them in a tandoor and have their legs sticking because out. Because that no, would require be too much work. And you know we are Bengali. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now let me make one more email or two. This is from Vidhi. Hmm. Hello, the awful and awesome team. I really love the new excitement with which you're delivering on your words. It's nice when you and Rajshree banter around, but it's great that you are finding new innovative ways of delivering an engaging podcast. This Hope is true. I agree. No, I think she's saying new engaging ways. When you were missing, I got two guests who they really liked. So <laughs> hope the new year brings many new subscribers. Vidhi, तुम्हारे मुँह में घी शक्कर. आप ही चार पांच सब्सक्राइबर ले आओ यार. We really need the money, dude. We need to grow a little bit. And <laughs> some of us also need to grow up a little bit. Don't also, it helps when different views and ways of looking at movies can be incorporated. Two quick suggestions: watch Sony on Netflix. And I think since you are a podcast aficionado. You could make it more regular part of your recommendation on Awful and Awesome when you come across something really worthwhile, not counting the Johars and the Kapoors. Actually, I recommend good podcasts regularly on Hafta. So, Vidhi, if you're a subscriber and you listen to the full Hafta, I regularly recommend. And although, since you've asked, I'll recommend one on this Ruth Ginsburg, the yeah, Chief yeah. Justice in the U.S. who was unwell. There's a really fascinating podcast about her role in um, getting women equal protection under the Constitution in the U.S. and the case that did it it was an oklahoma case where girls were allowed to buy beer if they were over 18 but guys had to be over 21 and how they used that case which was lost by someone to kind of get women equal rights because in the us constitution women didn't have equal rights and about the documentary on the fire festival hulu and netflix made the documentaries almost in parallel we had reviewed yeah. it uh, i saw half the documentary i think it's fabulous you were right in your guess billy mcfarlan took money for his interview with the hulu filmmakers my guesses are usually Bang on. Okay. <laughs> Allegedly, the only reason he shooed away the Netflix filmmakers was because they didn't pay him US dollars a hundred thousand. Keep going, best Vidhi. Thank you, Vidhi, for your kind words and Shipra. I do hope you guys subscribe and recommend others to subscribe as well because we need all the help we can get because we don't take advertisements. Uh, this email is from Tony, and Tony says, "Good morning to all the News Laundry team." I've greatly enjoyed the outstanding works that you have been doing, and I do apologize as I'm yet to subscribe. And I, Tony. Stop reading, Tony. You have written an email and you have admitted you're not a subscriber. How cruel is that? That's just very mean, especially when we don't get paid half the time. Be like Rajeshree, subscribe to News Laundry. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, Tony, I'm counting on your subscribing, bro. You got to subscribe. You can't not subscribe, and and tell your family and friends too as well. Being the sporty person that you are, Abhinandan, I was hoping one of the listeners would have suggested the following documentaries before I do yeah. the following documentaries and. If yes. I were a Spice Girl, I'd obviously sporty Spice. If you were Spice Girl, which Spice Girl would you be? I'd be Posh Spice. I'd be between Posh and Scary. It would be a mix, no? I be, wouldn't be Scary actually. Be, I'm very un. Posh Spice. I'd be Scotch. You'd be Scotch Spice. Like I'd have big pores. You'd have Scotch Spice. No, I'd be Posh Spice, but a very well-fed Posh Spice. Yeah. Because she's the size of my one thigh. Hmm. So the documentaries Tony suggests are Free Solo. and the second is called the dawn wall both are rock climbing documentaries and have gained great traction around the world as rocking climb rock climbing has become very popular in the recent years and it's part of the next olympics really have you ever gone rock climbing uh, no but when i made a documentary called <laughs> the chadar which won two international awards and the link is below uh, on the website you'll see that was that's what i started small screen with had to do a bit of rock climbing There's a there's a sequence of me coming down, rap, repelling and all. And they cut it. You'll cut it when you slam into the. But I live to tell the tale. <laughs> to give you incentive, free solo follows Alex Honnold as he becomes the first person to ever free solo hmm. Yosemite's three thousand foot El Capitan Wall. 
and as of a few days ago was nominated for best documentary feature directed by Jimmy Chin who was involved in works of the likes as Meru Tony this sounds interesting thank you for the recommendation I'll definitely watch it for sure but Tony you got to subscribe bro Rashi Sen now tell us about Amazon's four more shots please Yeah so I just want everyone to know that if you all subscribe to News Laundry and and support uh, what is it awful and awesome i was forgetting the podcast name it's a awful and awesome entertainment rap it would be good because there's a lot of suffering that goes into preparing for this episode so i watch because we are told that we favor netflix because netflix usually has better shows that's why i watch more on netflix amazon has a new show on so i sat down to watch it it's called and the posters are all over the city and it's called four more shots please it stars Uh, it has like quite a decent uh, lineup it has milan soman lisa ray prateek babbar kirti kulhari is the girl who acted in pink who gives that testimony at the mm. she is the one who basically gets uh, molested right then there's this girl called gurbani there's sayani gupta you've seen her also before and uh, it just it's a very neel bhopalan who i think is very very cute looking and it's directed by anu menon and it's made by pritish nandi communication i'm anjana a single mother and my vagina just refuses to come I'm Damini, super ambitious, super successful. I also masturbate pretty often, much more efficient than sex. I'm Among, bisexual, looking for adventure. I'm Siddhi, I'm a virgin. My mom hates me. Hey bartender, four shots please to freedom. Right, so it is what I realized is it's India's answer to sex in the city. So it's it's four women, they meet every evening at a bar. called truck off or something so it's basically supposed to be like toto's garage in bombay i think but in toto's garage there was no pratik babbar serving us as the bartender so he's the bartender and they discuss what's happened during the day they are four friends one of them is a single mother one of them is a gym trainer that bani is there also who used to be in mtv with mtv uh, there's a gym trainer there's another one is unemployed and her mother is trying to get her married and uh, but they are all in their late 20s or so and the other one which is sayani gupta is the editor in chief of an investigative journalism outfit and uh, i hope that no one who wants to get into journalism watches this show thinking that this is what your life will be because this is not the way people so sorry work. this is how many episodes this had i watched four episodes four episodes too many according to me <laughs> there are i think they have eight okay. eight or nine episodes hmm. or six eight, eight episodes i think whatever but it's more than four is when i said okay i i understood what is happening i did not want to understand anymore so, so there's a lot of sex there's a lot of uh, showing women being pleasured which is a good thing i suppose but i don't think women of our milieu need to see like we know that this can happen in our lives also so but her as that editor in chief is stunning 
the way she like she'll walk in she's wearing clothes from good earth and uh, all and these really high heels and she's walking around the office and she's saying where well, we are going to take on the people in power what is legal thing because the legal team is saying that you have 13 defamation suits we've lost all our cases we don't have money we'll be bankrupt and she comes in and she says but we'll still publish the story if you do that your publication will fold then you won't be editor in chief after a point so it's stupid to do even that even speaking of simplistic dialogue yeah. it was even today is the thakre the yeah. film so the dialogue for example you know it's so lazily written <laughs> that they've told bad. the guy what he's saying is not relevant although what anyone is saying is not relevant in that whole film but here he's going to be killed so that's whole plot that he's about to be uh, assassinated yeah so he has to be talking but it's not important what he's saying the hmm. the, the focus is on the killers who are coming yeah so he's been given line to aaj raat 8 baje milna so now he's aaj raat 8 baje milna but the fucking scene is not over because the killers haven't arrived yet so he says to theek hai 8 baje milte hain but the fucking killers still haven't arrived so to bhai 8 baje milna i'm like fuck it he's just kept, so yeah. lazy give him four lines say 8 baje milna vada pav khayenge chai ki dukan ke niche bulb fuse hai usko bhi change karna hai it i can on the spot come up with this much line it was such a no, shit it's film it's really bad dad it is like amateur dramatics like thakre is and i can't believe they spent 30 crore on it it's so just this shocking this is the same time in that film which you watched of zoya oh, sorry and after the guy dies either show the dead body from a long shot if you want to go close on the dead body tell him to stop breathing yeah because a dead body that him. is doing <laughs> <laughs> fuck it's so <laughs> fucking bad like it is like amateur shit man and anyway. we watched it and we watched the fucking yeah. whole thing but uh, i was <laughs> yeah so the same thing that you said was it zindagi na milegi dobara which has those three of three boys go and they meet hmm. where you so everyone i know really found it fun also i don't take zoya akhtar karan johar films and all very seriously i take it i go to watch beautiful people in beautiful places and their songs and dances and i don't want to use my brain but you had said that no men don't speak to each other mm. in this manner so in this show which is for female friends i don't know any and i have lots of female friends so it's not like i don't know how we speak people to people like you people like me a lot i'm very popular <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the dialogue is so stilted and you know like they are saying look at how two women are walking down and they are looking there's a line of two women wearing heels this high are walking down bombay is those up and down sidewalks anyway people will look at you because and the ankles are, are fucked the cartilage is gone no and people will stare at you because those boys are looking at them thinking any second they fall right and they are looking at these boys standing like this looking out of a park and they say look at how men look at women in india is it any wonder we feel like we are always on show nobody talks like this so it's just it's a badly scripted show the characters aren't etched out well just because you've thrown in a lot of sex where everyone's wearing a bra while having sex first of all because that modern we aren't that we are going to say okay you do full nudity with us that only happens in like sacred games and all where they know that oh this is going to be really popular amazon show they have not got that nipple clause has not been uh, no nipple clauses in that contract huh it is just really it was so bad and i feel very sad for myself <laughs> for yourself <laughs> yeah okay. so uh moving on we will quickly just discuss two things left but before those two things i have announcements again to make one is that we will be having a separate channel for the awful awesome entertainment rap on itunes because now it has become popular enough to uh, deserve its own channel 
Also, you can order T-shirts and other stuff from us from News Laundry. I would like it if you subscribe because that helps us grow and pay people on time, which often doesn't happen. Now, let's just go to the JLF session and we'll end with Bill Maher's rant. Rajshri, what do you think of JLF? You've been for a couple or at least I've one? I've been for around three of them. So, often on popular, you know, social huh. media sites and stuff, there's one bunch of people who love trashing JLF as it's such a fashion parade and it's so foolish and so silly. And there are some people who like going there. Yeah. But I haven't seen anyone aggressively defend JLF the way I'm going to right now. But what is your view of JLF? Okay, so I honestly think that anything which uh, encourages reading amongst especially youngsters should be encouraged. And I remember the year, I think the year News Laundry started. I was there, but I was not with News Laundry then. I was just a friendly person, so I was there as well. But Chetan Bhagat was there, and I, I do not hold him in very high regard, for his writing at least. But to see so many, there must have been 200 kids who were between the age of 12 and 16 carrying books, just standing there waiting to have them signed. So there's a double-edged sword because they're also learning incorrect English by reading his books. But at least they are reading and not just on WhatsApp and all. Okay, his English may not be great, but it's not grammatically incorrect. No, no, it's grammatically incorrect. I will take out a book. I have read two books of his. One... Then blame the editor. Yeah, yeah, of course, I blame the editors totally as well. But I do think that JLF has become a bit of a bazaar right now. And it's not just their fault. The week before JLF, there were two literature festivals in Calcutta, back to back. There was another one happening somewhere in the south. Hmm. It's just so many lit fests happening that it's the same writers going from finishing one lit First, going to the other, so the discussions get... Repetitive. Repetitive. Okay, I haven't seen the other ones. I've just been to JLF. You know, I think what is... A, JLF... See, if something becomes very successful, hmm. of course, there's going to be a lot of people. Like, for example, I don't think someone like Suhail Seth adds any value to anything other than, you know, telling people don't be like that person. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't think he has any value to add. But he was regular JLF, fine. I mean, you know, he brings in some... Yeah. I personally don't think Chetan Bhagat's books are great, but I think it's fantastic that he can get kids to read. Yeah. I think Jeffrey Archer's a pulp writer. But yeah. his session with Barkha was such a funny story. So basically, Barkha Dutt was in conversation with Jeffrey Archer and she asked him one question and Jeffrey Archer's, I think, kind of... Yeah, he's so a little... So he huh? got up and he started pacing up and down and telling... And he's a great storyteller. I don't have to tell you that. He's fucking Jeffrey Archer. But he's a great storyteller even while overly telling you a story. And he started pacing up and down and Barkha ka sawal bhool gaya and he went on to this 10 minutes so she says Jeffrey please sit down so I can ask <laughs> you something so he says and he continued <laughs> so basically Barkha was saying like what the fuck am I doing on stage if I can't ask him a question like, you know, he's but just... didn't she get up so then she the... also got up it was quite funny but my point being Jeffrey Archer is not exactly you know a Salman Rushdie either yeah. or a Bertrand Russell or a, you know no but everything. that's but, what but, I'm not saying so, either uh, but, but I think some of the sessions there hmm. like the sessions that I thought was really Great, of course, you know, you have some very heavy sessions there Mm -hmm. as well. Like last year, there was a session by this Harvard professor on, um, it was, she's in astrophysics, so she was, it was on black holes. Okay. And it was just very interesting. Like, I won't get to meet a person like that. No, no, they do get very interesting Very interesting people. And you can talk to them later, you know, because they're so, there are a lot of people who come there for selfies. But I think what it offers is amazing. And it's success. From the beginning with a few hundred people showing up, this time one million people showed up, totally. And it's free, I find that's free, the yeah. other you thing. You don't have to pay to enter, yeah. so I think that's fa- fantastic. 
but uh, the session that I attended was uh, women in Bollywood. Hmm. So there was a producer, there was a cinematographer, there was a stunt woman. Manisha Koidala wasn't in no, this. No, no, that was a separate That's one. That's a different so, one. Huh. Priya Sage was a cinematographer. Huh. She's hmm. one of the top yeah. cinematographers. Uh, there was a stunt woman, there was a producer, hmm. and there was a journalist who had written that book on these, you know, women. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry, I'm not prepared. I, the, stunt I don't women, the, the stunt women book. So I thought that was interesting. I thought it was very brave of all, at least Priya and, and the stunt women to say hmm. that the big names of Bollywood aren't going to come out. You know, all the names that have come out are the Against mid-level me names. Against Me Too. Against and, in the Me Too And thing, she's right? one of the yeah. top cinematographers hmm. of yeah. the country. So for her to say that, I thought it was pretty gutsy. But um, all in all, I think it was, uh, I mean, it's, it's a fantastic festival and I don't think people defend it enough. It's very easy to kick it around because there is a lot of, uh, what's yeah, his yeah. name, so- Suhail Seth's there. Yeah, but at for, least he wasn't there this year. But for every Suhail Seth, there is a Ben Okri. Yeah. You see, there is, so there's... So Jan Martel was doing the rounds of the festival this hmm. time because he was at APJ Lit Fest hmm. before that. And uh, so one of the best parts about GLF, of course, according to me, is GLF Insider on Twitter. I think they are hilarious. They have the best comments. And uh, they are the ones who said someone asked, for some reason, everyone at GLF keeps asking from the audience. There will be one person who will say, how has Hemingway inspired you? Now, Hemingway has not inspired everyone. No? So, Jan Martel looked very confused about why he was being asked how Hemingway has inspired him because Hemingway... Achha, I wasn't aware of this. Every, yeah, this, this there's always... So, different sessions, there'll be someone asking. So, Hemingway and the authors look really confused because they have nothing in common with his style of writing or what they are writing on, maybe. But I think GLF Insider is great. I think they get a very nice lineup of speakers sometimes. Really interesting yeah. people. And of I course, highly recommend it. If you can get to the GLF, you check it out for yourself. It's fantastic. And and even just people watching is fun. Yeah, just sit back and... But I thought it was very funny what someone said that... Uh, what did the Penguin authors think when they went for the Penguin party that they have? So all the publishers have these lovely parties Mm. because they must have thought that, oh, we aren't paid to write these books or we are paid very little, but they can fund this massive party, which is true because publishing... It's not true. You see the economics. One party would not cost you more than five, six lakhs (gasps) of that size. That's it. But the authors being given 3,000 rupees... So if you have 20 authors... Even if you don't have that party, that party is half the cost is going to be borne by the hotel because they do as part of the marketing, half will be borne by the publisher. So at best, the publisher has paid about 3 lakhs for that party. If you have 30 writers in any given year, but the writer feel, no? What Slightly. I'm saying is, even the writers feeling that, do the math in your head, it doesn't make no, sense. No, but tell me something. Did you attend Jerry's session? It was supposedly really no, good. it was very good. In and fact, I, I walked in yeah. just when people were walking out of Jerry's session and including Madhu, she said it was like fantastic. And he ticked off the audience because they clapped for themselves at one point. And he said, why are you clapping for yourself? So he was being a school teacher. But uh, no, so I heard his session was very good. I heard Jan's session was very good. Jeffrey's was a bit of a show. Mm. But I think everyone knows that. But I would, uh, there is one bunch of people who does, who go to GLF just for the to be seen at GLF? intelligent conversation with chocolate sauce beautiful people Abhinandan will be hosting the Punjab Literature Festival of English Writing. Uh, Don't make fun of Punjab Literature Festival. 
we have people like Amrita Pritham who have done That's some it. amazing work. <laughs> okay, uh, That's Nikhil. It. <gasps> you just saw Manto. But what a bad film! That Again, bad film. I think Nawazuddin needs to stop yeah. acting as real people. So Nik- I'm not saying that he wrote in Punjabi, but they had uh-huh. Punjabi writers in the film. That's true. So, but uh, let's just finish off with, with Bill Maher. Okay, so Bill Maher takes off between Christmas and most of January. Then he just came back with his show Real Time, and he did this rant where he went. To, you know, he just went at people who had criticized him, including many celebrities. You know, Stanley died in November or something. Yeah. Stanley is the creator of most of the Marvel characters, including Spider-Man and who else? Guys, come on! We I have a room full of young people. Thor, he created Thor. <laughs> They Marvel, are looking sorry? at us. Deadpool, Deadpool. Captain America, loved. Deadpool. So, so Stanley created all these characters, and he's like got this godlike status among people who like this comic book universe and and films. I personally love the X Men series, and I like this. Deadpool, I love. So when he died, and there was a lot being written about Stanley, Bilma had written a blog saying that this whole comic book revolution and this Marvel has dumbed down people. and adults like stuff that only children that you can like when you're a child but as an adult being obsessed with marvel and stuff he says it it dumbs down society so he wasn't criticizing stanley he was just saying that that pop culture phenomena is something that he finds really childish and foolish he was trashed saying that how can you say that about stanley although he had not said anything about stanley He yeah. just said of course i don't think that was the best time when stanley's died to cover the blog like this so you saw his response what did you think so i agree with what he said because i do find it odd when grown ups and i know a lot of grown ups who like manic about comic books which i i still understand if you're like that about tintin and all these are these are like superheroes you get we used to read about it when i was 10 12 but yeah, but not about comic but i i really like the expense series i look forward to those films i look for spider man is a shit uh, this thing but i look forward to the What are these RoboCop and not RoboCop Iron Man and all? What, yeah, what yeah. That, that, um, they are in Avengers. Avengers I like Avengers. Yeah. I like yeah, X- yeah. so I think they're very enjoyable films. I mean, no, but you don't take them serious. Like you're not like obsessive about yeah, it. It's I like a think, fun film. Yeah, but most people aren't obsessive about it. They're just very popular. They are a great pop culture phenomenon. I think sometimes Bilma just says stuff to like be no, no. Of contrarian. course, he's trying to get a rise out of people. But this is one of the rare moments when I. actually appreciated what he said yeah. because i find him a little too abrasive sometimes i find him He's a little anti muslim i find him which he has certain things which uh, like certain points which he makes which are legit as in they are backed by some fact or strong but i i always been on the fence about his jokes on uh, um, donald trump and his daughter he yeah. makes a lot of jokes on yeah. donald trump and his daughter's sexual tension or this weirdness about no, the relationship no but there is also abhinandan this weird yeah of course it doesn't help that donald trump spoke about yeah. his daughter like i think she'll have very nice boobs and all that i mean and he said if she wasn't my daughter i'd date her why would you say this why would you say you're thinking it don't say it no it's but, okay but even donald trump <laughs> having said that sometimes the kind of jokes he makes even make me go okay maybe that's a bit too much anyway But uh, I hope you like this episode. This is the hundredth episode. Yo, thank yeah. you for your support. Thank you for your love. Hopefully, is as we get more money, you'll have more of a variety. I'd appreciate it if you guys subscribe. Recommend this podcast to your friends, relatives, family. 
Go to newslaundry.com and see our other stuff. We do some fantastic journalism. We have a great team of journalists who do some great stories. We have some great opinion writing. Check out other podcasts. Anything else you want to say, Rajshri Sen? No, just keep listening to us and subscribe. Send in your feedback and comments on contact at newslaundry.com. That's C-O-N-T-A-C-T, contact at newslaundry.com. In the subject line, please write awful and awesome so it's separate from the hafta or um, emails. If you have any recommendations to give, you can send on the same email ID. If you have any abuse to leave, her Twitter timeline is always there. Yes. And uh, yeah, until next week. Thank you, Ms. Sen. Thank you, Mr. Sekri. It's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please.